0: you know, a woman will rather talk to uh, to another woman going through the same situation in Argentina, right? Rather than her best friend here in Spain. So, so this mm-hmm. is the importance of the community. It's like connecting women who are going through similar situations as, as you are.
1: Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by J Ventures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley, in partnership with LomiTech and sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, Upwest, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, and Birthright Excel, and in media partnership with CTEC. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Today we're going to be talking about a really important topic that we don't talk about enough: women's health and fertility. Welcome, Clelia Morales co-founder and COO of WOM, a women's health data science-driven company that empowers women to understand their body better and faster to increase their well-being and help them make informed decisions in cases needed. She's a digital marketing professional with 15 and more years of experience focused on how technology improves people's lives and how innovation and a diversified team can transform traditional businesses and create new ones. Welcome, Clelia. Clelia Morales, welcome to 20 Minute Leaders all the way from Spain. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great. Really happy to be here with you, Michael, and talk about important stuff around women's health.
1: Yeah, we're (laughs) going to talk about... Very, very important stuff. Uh, and these are the exactly the types of episodes that I just love. Originally, you're from Honduras, you mentioned, but now you're in Spain uh, running a company called Womb, uh, which is a fantastic name, I think, for what it does. And we're going to be talking about women's health, women's fertility. And, 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 you know, what I'll be picking your brain on in the next 20 minutes is sort of this intersection of technology with, with women's health and what you've learned having run the startup that has now over, you know, almost 2 million people downloaded it from the App Store and the Google Play Store. Uh, and I saw some in- incredible numbers. I think you mentioned like 100,000 pregnancies, uh, according to what your users are, are stating, which is pretty incredible. 130,000. Uh, so we'll dive into <laughs> You see, I'm, al- I'm already not updated. Uh, and-, and just as interestingly, you're coming into this role uh, from being a marketing executive for eBay with Europe. And so I'm excited to understand your journey a little bit better. I've talked enough, so I, I'd love to tell me a little bit about yourself and, you know, where you're from.
0: Yeah. So I, as I mentioned uh, offline, right, I'm originally from Honduras. I grew up in Honduras. I I left uh, when I was on, on my early 20s and, um, and basically I lived in London and uh, i started off in consultancy um always in in marketing and comms and this is how i started at ebay spain i i started as as communications director and i moved quickly into an innovation team across europe uh where we did stuff like launching russia poland um and uh, and then i was um, wow. i was a social media director for for europe uh which was very nascent at that point. So it was part, it was started off as, as innovation as well. Um, and then my last role was marketing director for South of Europe um, at eBay. And, uh, and actually I, I did like a 360, right. I, I, I went through all marketing channels and roles and um, it come up with a time like you, you've got such a great uh, experience, such a great opportunities, career that it was time to give back. Right. And of course uh, I've been, Linked to technology all the time, and uh, and to personal experiences, um, definitely I believed we could do something specifically for around women's health, and it was also the case of my co-founder, Nalans.
1: So tell me a little bit about this moment where you're deciding that you're going to give back. You're looking at what are the different opportunities there are, you know, in the market, the different problems that could be solved with technology. What 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 is how is, does this process look from your end before you? decide to go into women's fertility?
0: Yeah. So this is not something that happens from one day to another. It's something that actually I was even working with a, with a coach, right? It felt like it was time for a career change. Uh, And and it's something that I was, I was thinking about for quite some time. Right. And, uh, and, and yeah, so, so uh, I did have some struggles, some uh, with health. Right And realize how important it is to keep a balance right in in your in your world and and I decided to 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 leave eBay because of because of these right and how we can I could I could make an impact on on women's health and uh, right so I touched base with my co-founder and she she was in the same process. We worked together at eBay in 2006. She was at that point uh, director of marketing at Google and uh, and she had she was going through the same process right uh, she was very focused on fertility it really resonated because i did have some challenges when trying to have kids and and this is why we started with womb and this is why we started infertility because it's something that we had in common
1: right okay so walk me through the sort of the founding story you know you you're deciding okay so i'm going to be working in fertility i'm going to be working on women's health now what you know, <laughs> what, what is the solution that we need? How do we know what the solution is?
0: Yeah, we, we knew where we, where we wanted to go, right? We definitely had this vision of making a woman international company and a woman's health company, right? But we, we needed to start it somewhere and, uh, and at some point. So we decided fertility is pain, right? And it was like, a, <laughs> it was very challenging. It was just both of us. We actually started understanding the ecosystems, startup ecosystems. And we actually worked at, started with um, at Google campus. Right and uh, and we wow. present w- without even a, a a powerpoint. Right, we present with a in, wow. a in a generated uh, call um, seed rocket, and we won the third place out of two hundred startups. So we we actually had to do the powerpoint uh, at that point. <laughs> So it was it, for us. It was critical, right, to be near a strong ecosystem that helped us uh, because it's uh, in, at, at the corporate world. You have everything, right? You have all the resources, and uh, and in here we needed to start. I mean, we needed to create a company, right? And and find engineers and uh, and find people from product. And uh, lucky enough, um, there were some people from our. Our, our past that eBay, like joined us from a product standpoint, which is, was fantastic. Uh, we found some engineers, but, and, and our our investors. So that, that's another thing. We, we put the first money, right? And, uh, and before launching the product, we did our first round and it was uh, smart money, right? And it was basically like usual suspect investors, serial entrepreneurs from Spain that actually helped us, right? In this beginning of-, of Right,
1: right. Right. Now, tell me a little bit about the space of women's fertility and women's health. So a little bit less on the entrepreneurial side, a little bit more on, you know, looking at it from 30,000 feet in the air. What are we looking at? And what are some of the the biggest challenges that that women are facing today that are either not spoken about, or maybe I don't really know, because I don't experience them necessarily myself?
0: Yeah, it is. It is a space that we're beginning to to see some important movements right and uh, and and topics but definitely is an underlooked space right women's health in general mm-hmm. has been overlooked within time um from uh, products that haven't have evolved, evolved really from a woman perspective right or or even clinical trials right not for women products not tested in women so um so there's definitely a gap um there is, um, there is one, one, just to give you an idea, let's, let's take an example of endometriosis, right? Endometriosis is a medical condition uh, suffered by one out of 10 women. And it takes between eight to 10 years to be diagnosed, right? Mainly because wow. um, one, on one side, we suffer more in silence, right? We think it's normal. And on the other side, nobody's actually paying attention. Usually you think, hey, this is your period pains. Right. So you have to cope. And uh, and when you try to have kids, then you realize you've been suffering from a very painful medical condition, which was not normal. And you could have, do, I mean, somebody could have done something before. So um, in case of fertility specifically, it is definitely a taboo, right? When you actually break your leg, you tell the story to everybody. When you can't have kids, you suffer in silence. Right? Nobody talks about it. And, uh, and it's, it's of course a common situation. I'm sure, uh, you know, people that are suffering from infertility and probably you don't know about, and, uh, so basically wow. we want to to bring down the taboos on fertility, um, much needed from a social standpoint as well, but from a, from a woman's, uh, uh, standpoint, it's, as, a, as I say, it's a big suffering problem. So, um, we wanted to create something that can help a woman, um, empower, right? Understand their body faster, either to conceive naturally or help them take the decision to see a fertility specialist. Usually this decision can take up to three years, right? Because uh, couples, wow. they just accept, right? They, they need help. And as soon as they, as, as they go to the doctor, that the faster they do it, their chances of um, of, being, of having a successful pregnancy are higher, right? So this is our mission, help women understand their bodies better to make decisions, right? Um, And see a, a doctor in case it's needed.
1: Right. That makes a lot of sense. Now, if you're thinking from a product perspective, how do you... What, what are sort of the big steps that you're taking to remove this taboo? Because, you know, it makes sense why, why, many, why this is something that, you know, many people would want to use. But how do you go ahead and change consumer behavior when it's something so psychological and personal?
0: Yeah, I think it's, it's about putting the right product right. I mean, consumer behaviors will take time. Uh, but mm-hmm. um, but if you, in, in case of whom, what we do is, is we do data science. Right. so we gather uh, data that is related to woman's cycle to woman lifestyle uh, some biometrics and in case of fertility we also gather male fertility right which is critical sometimes the is the problem of the partner and the woman don't know right um, so right. With, with all this data we provide um, very intelligent algorithms our calendars uh, forecast period forecast um uh, fertile window, but we also have calendars that are able to forecast uh, the the menstrual cycle of women with long cycles. These are women that they don't really know when they're going to get their next period and that means they don't know uh, how when they can get pregnant right so so and this is thanks to technology and uh, and machine learning right so we have we, we have that on the calendar. on the other side is having a very personalized content. With all the data we have, we provide content depending on the goal of the woman, the profile of the woman, right? And not less important, but very—I mean, it's 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 the core of what we do—is it's the community, right? We have a community of women um, within the app. It's anonymized because we know uh, because of the topics. You know, a woman will rather talk to a, to another woman going through the same situation in Argentina, right, rather than her best friend here in Spain. So so this mm-hmm. is the importance of the community. It's like connecting women who are going through similar situations as, as you are.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, that, that makes a lot of sense. Now, if you're looking at some of the things that you've learned over the last while working on this, what, what are some things that surprised you about maybe the behavior of the users on the app? Some things that, you know, you you know you you're looking at them and you're saying wow this is not something that i would have expected coming into coming into this world
0: yeah so so um i i think that uh on one side it's not something that yeah i had uh fully clear right when i started but it's 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 uh, right. it is not which is the level of education we have around our sexuality and our cycles, right? How do I get pregnant? How can I prevent a pregnancy, which seems very, very basic, but again, nobody talks about them. Uh, In the recent, I would say three to four to five years, things are changing. Um, On the other side, uh, not really from a user perspective, but also from an ecosystem perspective, um, I, I didn't think it would be too hard to talk to male investors, or let's say first investors, and then you realize like 95% of them are male and we're talking <laughs> about the female products, right? So it's very difficult right. to talk uh, to an investor about cervical fluid, right? Because they won't, they won't get it. Right. So, um, so that's been a challenge as well, right? That's been a challenge and, um, things are changing. The market is moving. The femtech market is moving, Right. Um, but there's so much to do, um, not only in, on the investor side, but also on the on the product side in women's health.
1: Right now, so from a business perspective, what what is the, what was the reception like as you're raising funds for this for this product and you're telling people what you're working on? You know, do you do you, do you find it more or less challenging that, than a traditional startup? Because I, I can also see why, and I'm taking this as an example of simply being you know an outlier from the wealth of startups that may be happening, and you know pretty much every investor or person that you'll tell your startup to, they're going to be either surprised or taken back in one way, shape or another because you're dealing with the vertical that is just now being spoken about, right?
0: Yeah, so I think, uh, as I said, I think things are changing, right? Uh, but at the beginning, mm-hmm. we had so many reactions. Like, uh, And, and uh, I remember one of the funniest things, it happened when... I remember the moment when we had the first user that wrote to us that got pregnant when using mm-hmm. the app it was like a huge party at the office right it was i think it was like wow. 3 to 4 weeks after we launched and uh, and still we received pictures of the baby now she's four right or five. so wow. so that's that's great and uh, and then the phrase like um, she got pregnant by womb and yeah, I got pregnant by womb. So it was, it's so funny, right. To, to, to listen to that. And, uh, and it, it's, uh, it's amazing from, I can, I, we can write a book around conversations around book around womb and, and stakeholders and, and investors, right. Because we've seen so many things, uh, uh, like, you know, w- because one of the areas that we think there's a need, right. For support, of course it's, um, it's menopause. Right at the end of the day, fertility—it's something that not every woman wants to have kids. Uh, not every woman would be challenged by fertility, but we all are going to go through menopause, and 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 uh, and it's funny because you see that at the end of the day, when you have a a couple, a partner. Uh, there were some investors at one point, I remember when we, ta- we mentioned the, the, num- the, the name of menopause, the word, he was like, Oh my God, I need that at home because my, my wife is going through that. So, so yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yes, or, or, you know, try to explain. We have a, a very cool project around women's cervical fluid. So that is, uh, yeah, we need to be quite, um, educational (laughs) and it's now we're used to it. I love it. Easy,
1: (laughs) Of course. Now, if you had to give perhaps a piece of advice to someone who's working, you know, not necessarily on, on women's fertility and, and health, but on, on any subject that is taboo or is not easy to speak about, you know, what, what would you say to this entrepreneur, you know, now that you've gone through a lot of these hurdles?
0: I think you need to be bold and brave, and understand your user, right? And give the the, the moment to the, to the the tools to the user that they can be as as vocal as they want to be. And, and as I said, community to me is key um, uh, for that topic, right? And if you know, it's it's always good to listen, right? Because we listen to the community, we listen to the emails, we listen to everything they they they. Um, they tell us, and we try to provide the right content for that, right? It's, it's, don't, right. I mean, we have such a fantastic tool uh, as an app in my case, right? Or, but again, in general terms, technology right. that we need, to, it's, it's such a powerful tool that it's our responsibility to use it correctly, right? And, and help uh, your users across this journey within their time, within their means, right? Um, But never, never stop on that. Never stop listening, right? And give something back. And this is super important. For us, what we have created at Womb is a virtual cycle. A user will always come up and put a a, a point of a data point, and we want to make sure they always get something back, right? This is useful for them. So yeah, Yeah. that would like, uh, just, just go for it, but listening to your users.
1: Thank you so much for these 20 minutes. I really really appreciate it. Before we leave, I have I have a couple of last questions more about you but a little a little bit less about uh, women's health and womb. I want I want you to take me back to Honduras growing up. And as a kid, what really fascinates you growing up? What is sort of something that really sparks your curiosity?
0: Yeah, so I was and and I think this is somehow related. So I was I was shocked uh, and I've been thinking about these rights like uh two things. Uh, that really fascinated me. One were athletes, right? The endurance, how they work out. I was always um, uh, fascinated at watching Olympic games. I was, was, it's amazing, Mm -hmm. right? To see how athletes perform. Um, and then uh, the other one is uh, when I was more of a teenager. It was like human mind. I, you know, one of my frustrated careers is being a psychologist. Right? So <laughs> I read a lot about that, and uh, yeah, somehow I do I'm a psychologist now.
1: <laughs> Amazing. And if you had to look today, what inspires you? On, an, on a daily level, right so obviously you're working on a very important mission, but on a very micro daily level what are th- what is something that inspires you in your day to day
0: yeah, so this is a good question um and and you know to me right now i'm i'm re- literally obsessed about how our human body work right and how grateful it is and uh, and, and, and I'm trying to um to do like optimization around my health and my body. And I can see like immediate reactions, right. On, on the well-being we can achieve. Right. And of course the well-being we lose when we don't do that. So I'm just, uh, I'm in the, in the past, I would say two years, I'm really obsessed about how achieving the right balance, uh, as a human being, right. Overall, like mental health, uh, um, your hormones, uh, your body, how, um, physical activity affects you, how you, what you eat affects you. And, and I'm fascinated about the reaction of the body, right? When you actually make this optimization and, and I just feel very inspiring and, uh, I'm learning from a lot of people on that and, uh, and, and, and actually teaching my kids, um, about it, right? It is, uh, it is, I, I feel super Amazing. inspired to see them. Yeah.
1: And if you had to choose a few words to describe yourself, what would they be?
0: I would say focused. Um, definitely resilient. Okay. If you're an entrepreneur, you need to be uh, you are resilient by definition and yeah. persistent. Right. I think those are are together. Like focused, resilient and persistent. That's who I consider myself.
1: Focused, resilient, and persistent. Clelia, thank you so so much. Thank you for the incredible impact you've made on now millions of of women. And, uh, and, and I just love, you know, I, the sentence, yeah, I got pregnant by womb. Uh, I, I think that's amazing. And I can only imagine the satisfaction that that brings, you know, to your life and to the lives of, of the employees at womb and knowing that you're literally making an impact on women's lives and, and helping create new lives. So I think that's incredible. Thank you very, very much and stay safe and stay healthy.
0: Thanks so much, Michael, for this time. I really appreciate it and enjoyed it. Of a course.